So, welcome back to the Binaural Tracks channel. Um, today I wanted to talk about a specific topic. It might be a little bit controversial. Maybe, maybe not. Um, but I'm recording this in my cell phone. And as you may notice, I have a little twinge of a, of a cold that I'm still getting over. Some sinus infection, a little bit of... I don't know if it's an infection. I don't know if it's a respiratory infection. I don't know. Um, but it's been significantly improving over the past few days. It started on Monday. Anyways, I'm almost a minute in here. Today I wanted to talk about CBD. So not everybody knows what that means. But for the people who do know, they likely know that it's related to cannabis um, or marijuana, or whatever you want to call it, um, but usually the properties of cannabis that can get someone high or stoned, um, is the THC. So, THC is a set of natural properties that is, that composes cannabis and THC is what is required for someone to actually feel that that stoned high feeling um CBD on the other on the other hand is also in cannabis um it stands for a word it's hard for me to pronounce it but cannabidiol so C A N N A B I D I O L. Um, so basically, it's also in cannabis. And what happens is there's a psychoactive property with THC, there's not a psychoactive property with CBD. So CBD can be extracted, or, you know, there can be uh, strains of cannabis that are. High in CBD, low in THC, um, or they can extract one or the other out in whatever volumes they need to produce products. So with that being said, I should say I'm from a country um, called the United States. I'm from the U.S. And in this country, there are certain states where... Cannabis on different levels is legal for medical or um, recreational purposes or both um, if you're 21 years old or older. So I myself am 21 years old or older. I'm going to be 35 on Saturday, uh, Monday, Monday, this coming Monday, I'm going to be 35 years old. Um... So I can legally take my identification card that says that I'm a U.S. citizen, that says where I'm from, what state I'm from, what's, what, where I'm a resident, and I can take that card into a dispensary and purchase cannabis products um, that are legal for recreational use. 
Um, so, just saying that, it's just as simple as going into, say, a bar, or a liquor store, or a... Basically, it's almost equivalent to a liquor store in a lot of ways, but if you think of how it's actually laid out, everything is laid out in kind of a... It's like behind the counter, kind of almost like an old school um, pharmacy, if you will. Like, like there's not really a lot of browsing shelves and things. Sometimes they have demonstrations and stuff that's like out or like displays or pamphlets and stuff like that or like snacks and like, you know, but I'll explain that in another another episode. Um, Right now, I just wanted to explain CBD. So some people might be interested in CBD, the effects of CBD, different sorts of um, regulations and things. I'm still following up with regulations. Um, It is some complex stuff. It is complex, guys. But in my state, basically just like I described, I can walk in as long as I have my ID card. Um, They'll check me with security. Um, check my ID at the at the door. Um, make sure I'm of age. Um, they'll like do like a you know security wand with the with the metal detector and like you know depending who's there or how what the policy is of the place they might check ask you to empty your pockets. Females or males or whoever they might have a, a security guard kind of pat you down, make sure you're not holding anything any weapons. Um, and you go in, you also check in once you're in there, and there's a, a door lock process. Like, you can't just walk straight in once you're in the front door. There's usually, like, a waiting area where if you're a medical patient, you can go up to the window. Say if this is the first time, you could go up to the window and check in medically, and they can get you in their system. Again, if it's your first time and you're recreational, they want to put you in their system um, as either recreational or medical, and sometimes if you have a medical, um, recommendation, you have to bring it if you've never been there before to that certain dispensary, so, um, but recreational, all you really need is your identification card, um, either an ID, a driver's license, something that proves that you're 21 or older, something that proves that you're legally allowed to, purchase you know you have to have that id card and there are no exceptions i mean you can't even get in the door without it um you can send your friend in the door for you if they're 21 or older but you can't even get in the building without actually like having your id um a valid id well you might be able to come in and sit in the lobby if if you only have to have the lobby check but um it really depends on the spot. Usually lobbies aren't like off limits, but I'm going to talk more about these kind of concerns in another episode, like I said. So let me get back to talking about the CBD itself. Um, if you're interested in learning about the effects and things, um, I mean, everything's going to be different for every individual specific person, but I just want to put it out there that um, there's a legal way of doing things. So, you know, don't just listen to a podcast and go and do illegal things. If it's illegal for you, you might want to find out the most legal way that you can get access to certain things if you 
can and if it's allowed or you know you might have to go visit a state I don't even know if if it's you know legal for people out of state I don't know how it works you might have to have an actual ID I don't know if you can get like a temporary ID I don't know how any of that works because I don't have to deal with that so that's something I'd have to figure out on another time but what's it like and what forms can you get it in um you can get it in almost any form that you can get THC in any form I mean I don't know what people want to call it whatever you get your weed form in you can get CBD in that form so for example a lot of people know about smoking joints or rolled cigarettes or you know blunts bigger ones uh, whatever you want to call it you can get papers basically you can get um you can get what they call just like flowers um you can get it already ground in a container or you can get it like it's kind of like nugs um you can get it um, you can use that and just put it in rolling papers, and if it's CBD only, um, making sure that there's no THC properties in it, or such, such, such teeny tiny amounts that, like, maybe it's not going to cause a psychoactive effect at all, because I was reading certain laws, like in Georgia, they say, um, cannabis products are only allowed medically, and it was for certain severe medical conditions, um, certain types of, like, I think it was like Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or certain severe cancer stages and stuff like that. Um, and the the it it was only CBD um, with like I think it was point oh five, so it's like five percent uh, THC, which no I don't know if it was percent maybe it was point oh five milligrams, um, which really isn't a lot um for a lot of people like one milligram of THC is like you can feel it um especially if you don't have a high tolerance um so um yeah if it's less than one milligram of THC you're likely not gonna feel I mean you could probably feel a half a milligram too but once it starts getting lower than that it's quite I would say it's not so noticeable. So for most people, they wouldn't say that it's so noticeable with THC. Um, <clears throat> if it's less than half of a milligram. So 0.05 is like really, really small. Um, and that's of the whole dose of, of CBD. So if you have, say, 5 milligrams of CBD of whatever product you're using at that time, um, it can create, like, an effect or an impact on you, um, that's different than what THC would do. <clears throat> but say, for example, you had the flower or the, you know, the whatever, the actual plant, um, buds, you know, parts that you would be smoking, um, that's THC, high in THC, um, maybe low in, uh, sorry, 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 no, high in CBD, maybe low in, in THC, um, very low, like, so you can't even, un, um, experience the psychoactive effects so much, um, <clears throat> so that would be one method, would be the, the smoking, um, 
And it depends how much you'd be smoking on a regular basis or a daily basis, but smoking is a different impact than vaping, which is a different impact than edibles. They're all different experiences in themselves. I mean, I'm one of the people who doesn't really like regular smoke um, in my lungs. I have pretty sensitive lungs because I'm not used to smoking stuff. I'm not saying that I've never smoked anything or that, you know, it's just not a regular part of my daily routine to be smoking things. I mean, there are things around me that have smoke. I know people who smoke cigarettes. Um, I wouldn't say I'm around that every single day, but I'm around it. And I cook in a place that's not very well ventilated lately. And even, you know, when I am in a ventilated area and I'm cooking, you know, there's still smoke involved that you're like... You know, I'm not, like, burning stuff, but, you know, there's still smoke. There's still fumes. Um, I try to be careful what I'm actually breathing in just because I feel like I need to be. Like, just because I, 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 like, I don't like it when there's anything kind of happening to my lungs or my sinuses and things like that that's really uncomfortable for me. So I like to just keep things as, like, average as possible without adding anything that's just my own preference I mean I know a lot of people have different preferences but you can smoke through you know you can roll in papers you can get pre-rolls that are already made to smoke those you can take some of the buds and put it in a pipe or some type of you can get some sort of they have these vaporizers that are like vaporizers with like some pipe qualities and like bubblers and all sort of other things um that you can use to smoke actually smoking <clears throat> you can use um edibles which are probably um so i feel like edibles are one of the harder products to kind of learn about because there's so much else in it like um but you can have edibles but one thing that I notice is that there's not a lot of details on the ingredients of the packagings. Like even 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 with even with like <clears throat> flower buds, like there's not a lot of information, right? Um <clears throat> excuse me, gosh. There's not a lot of details about what you're gonna experience or how it's gonna impact you or how it's gonna feel or how long it's gonna last. <clears throat> so I'm here to give generals about that stuff. And I know I'm taking my time. I am tired. I'm exhausted. It is hot in here. I'm getting over cold. I'm, I've got a lot going on. So, But I really just wanted to record this because I have time and energy to do it today. So let's just do it. Um, <clears throat> basically, with CBD, edibles, um, you can just, you can get a lot of different forms they have chewy little gummy things that are like gummy bears, gummy worms, uh, different flavors of those. They have common flavored types of candies that people are familiar with. Like, um, you've seen those like apple rings that are like, or like orange rings. They're kind of like sour orange rings or sour gummy rings. You know, they're like a ring, like a ring with a little hole in the middle of it and one side's green and the other side's white and they're kind of powdered with like sugars and little sour powder and you know those kind of candies or normal kind of gummy bears or gummy worms like the neon looking ones or the see-through looking ones and that kind of stuff they infuse them 
with CBD for the dispensaries. Um, I'm not talking about the ones you'd buy at, like, 7-Eleven. I'm talking about the ones you would get at the actual dispensaries. <laughs> um, the ones you get at 7-Eleven should not have any CBD or THC in them whatsoever. Um... <laughs> Unless, I don't know, maybe there's states where that's a thing, but here it's not, so, <laughs> I don't know, or if you're in another country where that's a thing, uh, good for you, good for your country, um, but yeah, um, I would say, like, yeah, yeah, they have gummies, that's kind of popular, they have, like, mints that look kind of like, um, I don't know, any kind of mints you, mints you can think of, so they have, like, Mentos, kind of chewy, Chewy style mints. Again, it's not these actual companies that are making them. Um, it's specific companies that are mimicking these type of like name brands. Um, but it's their actual CBD brand um, product. Um, but it's not Mentos actually that makes cannabis products. But there's something that tastes like Mentos or is the same texture as Mentos. You know what I mean? Um, so those are like the gummy types. There are some that aren't really anything like that. Little squares that are just little cubes. There are some types that are like their own sort of like jelly, like kind of like gushers, like jelly in the middle and like, you know, kind of chewier on the outside. They have hard candies that are small or large lollipops or just the kind of like single unwrapped eat it or they have chocolates where you can take you can buy a whole chocolate bar or buy one piece of a little piece of chocolate or they have like toffees um I don't know brownies cakes all this sort of stuff that you're used to hearing about um cookies chips fruit fruity pebbles um you can put them in cereal <laughs> like make your own fruity pebbles cbd cereals they have stuff that you can make your own edibles out of this just cbd um and then they have like the vape products that you can buy the cartridge that cbd a cbd cartridge but you need an actual vape pen um they have the usb chargeable ones they have the battery chargeable ones they have these different types of charging options of ones that you can buy that's important to consider um, concealability can be important to consider, um, a lot of things can be important to consider, really, um, price is another thing that is, like, off the chain, like, in a bad way, ever since the beginning of the new year, prices have gone up, like, they have, they tax you for, like, three times, um, for recreational, I think, it's, like, federal, state, and, like, I don't know, something like that. I don't remember what it is, but it's like they tax you two, at least two times, maybe three. They tax you a lot for this stuff. And, you know, they have these bags that you have to take into the dispensary or you can get one while you're there because they're childproof. So they have to make you leave with a childproof Ziploc bag every time you get an item now. Um, before the new year, that wasn't a thing. Um... That's before January 2018. That wasn't a thing. Um, you didn't need, like, a Ziploc, a specific childproof Ziploc specifically. Like, it can't just be a Ziploc baggie. Um, 
but you get a discount if you bring your own. If you have to get one from a lot of dispensaries, whenever you go, if you don't have your own that you're bringing in, they charge you for that. I don't know if it's a lot, but it's at least a few cents, if not like a buck or two. But taking into consideration that dispensaries have um, actual... Dispensaries have actual, like, like, um, some products actually have their own Ziploc bag, um, that they come in, like, like, some of the gummies come in an actual child-proof Ziploc, um, as their own product that you just rip off the top above the zip, and then you can open the zip part, and then you can reseal it, but then they still make you get the the external one. You can't walk around in public just with that. Um, I mean, public use is another thing too, but I'm just talking about what you would be expected to be able to buy and purchase. Those are the things you would purchase. So price-wise, it depends on the brand. It depends on the potency or strength of the CBD. It depends if there's any THC in it. It depends if... I don't know how... Yeah, yeah. so say if you're getting... Uh, I forgot to mention, there's like caramels and stuff too. Um, I don't, there's all sorts of stuff. I'm going to probably keep coming up with all sorts of things in my mind that that there are that you can purchase. There's a lot. There's a lot out there and they're just making more. It's a very big field right now. Um, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a good business to go into if you're looking for like startups. It's, you know, <laughs> it might be worth the move depending where you live. Um, but anyways... Those would be the things you you could purchase, um, CBD related. Um, those are the main things you can purchase. Like there are dabs, there are. Um, I mean, there's other stuff that you can get that's um, like creams. I forgot to mention that. So there's stuff that's that's like a topical, like lotions, creams, salves, um, kind of like. I don't know, like Tiger Balm, it's kind of like Tiger Balm or Icy Hot kind of style, like if you have like an injury, um, but it's not the same thing, again, it's CBD products, it's not those actual brands, they have pills that you can just have an actual pill, kind of like you would like a vitamin or like an aspirin or something like that, um, yeah, they have creams, uh, they have tinctures, I forgot to mention that, so it's like, it's almost like the it's just a little dropper, a little a little um glass bottle with a little um uh, you just unscrew the top and there's a little like attached to the cap there's a there's a dropper, a little droplet um tube that goes in and you can kind of suction it out with the little rubber tip of the um of the dropper of the dropper um that's on the actual cap or the lid for the, for the jar, um, it's a small, small jar, they're very tiny, usually, you can get big ones too, but they're usually really tiny, because they're usually very concentrated, and you would take, like, depending on the strength of how much one or two drops is, you would take one or two drops under your tongue, um, hold it under there for a few seconds, um, and let it just naturally dissolve, like, for quite, some people say 30 seconds, some people say 45, some people say, like, two, three minutes, um, but you want it to kind of naturally dissolve, you don't want to just drop it in your mouth and just swallow it, because the whole point is it's supposed to absorb in a lot of ways, so that gets into certain glands, 
in a certain way faster. There's like the ones that you can do like the chest vapor kind of rubs that like it has like some fume properties to it that you can you'd be like inhaling it at the same time. Almost like you would like a vapor rub, like if you have like a chest cold or something and you rub that stuff on your chest and you can kind of smell it and it goes in through your sinus passages and stuff. That's not like, I don't think that's super popular, Um, but they have stuff like that, like specific topical creams or salves that like say you have like a knee injury or an ankle injury that's healing. It's, It's not necessarily... Those types aren't necessarily for, like, open wounds. They're more for, like, muscle or bone or, like, cartilage or nerve pain or damage. Um, I mean, as far as, like, what it actually does, I can't really say if it actually heals it completely, but it definitely takes away the pain for a lot of people. Like, I don't know the percentage, but I've never heard of anybody who said they tried CBD uh, especially in larger amounts, um, and it didn't work. The only difficulty about CBD is that oftentimes, depending what effect you're trying to get, you're going to have to pay a lot of money to get the effect that you want from the product. So say, for example, something I purchased before, um, CBD gummies, so this one, I mean, I don't even want to know. I don't want to mention the brand because there was there were some typos or, I mean, I went and I I ordered at the dispensary some CBD gummies, and so sorry somebody interrupted my call. My, somebody interrupted this video, this 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 audio recording with a phone call. So let me keep talking. I hope it it still goes through. But what I was trying to say is that before. Um, like, what actually, what actually happened was I I purchased the CBD candies. It was a Coca-Cola flavor. Um, so I'm just giving this as an example. It was a Coca-Cola flavor, um, CBD candy gummy. They were about the size of a quarter each, but they were thicker than a quarter. They're probably about almost as thick as, like, your first finger, if it's, like, laying flat on a table sideways, it was probably the thickness of from the table upward, like, the height. That's probably the height it was, about the size of a quarter, just that, to give you an estimate. And one of those was 10 milligrams. And there were 10 of them in the packet. So 10 milligrams for 10 pieces, um, that's 100 milligrams. They, they measure per piece, and they measure per package. So it's 10 milligrams of CBD, 10 milligrams, oh, sorry, 10 pieces in the package. That's That whole package is considered a 100 milligram package um, of gummies, of CBD gummies. So when I asked the cashier or um, the barista for a um, CBD gummy product that's cheap, and it's not chocolate because I didn't want it melting. That was the whole issue. Um, well, it did melt anyways, but <laughs> I, I thought it wouldn't melt. So basically, they give me this. I take it home. I realize it says it has THC in it, right? 
Um, I'm not saying this is a fearful thing to me, but I'm just putting this out there that a lot of times some products do say they have CBD or you'll ask for CBD and then you'll see it has THC and CBD. So knowing like, okay, does it not have any THC in it or is it like such, such low amounts? I think this one had, let's say for example, the, the ratio was one, one to three. So one THC to three CBD proportions. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But basically it was 10 milligrams CBD, meaning that there was a smaller number. It was smaller than 10 milligrams of THC, but there was THC in it. Like a third of what was in it was THC, for example. And I'm not saying that's what it was because I don't think, I mean, those, that, there's no way those were three milligrams or so of THC because um, that would be strong for me and that is not what the effect is that I got from that. Like as far as it, there was not like a, a strong psychoactive effect, so the THC amount was small, if any. But I did ask specifically for CBD, and they did give me something that had CBD and THC. So, that being said, um, just watching out for that. That's one aspect that people might want to know. Um, cause some of the packaging, maybe it's from the old packaging. Maybe maybe there was no THC actually in it. Um, but the old packaging still had it, that it was on, that it was in there, or maybe it was new packaging and they didn't change it or whatever. But sometimes you have to put your trust in the people behind the counter. You're asking for one thing and they're giving you something that says it has something else in it that you weren't asking for. I mean, I'm not, I'm not complaining about the dispensary or whatever. I mean, I, I did not get a psychoactive effect from this, um, product and I wasn't looking for that either. Um, but it did say, I'm just noting that the package did say it had THC in it. So that was kind of an interesting aspect as well. But he did give me what I asked for when I asked for CBD gummies. They gave me that as one of the options. There are a lot of options laid out. And then they tell you the prices. Um, so I got those those options. I got the... I got the um, the effect from it after a few minutes. So I ate a whole 10 milligram piece. Um, no, no, I didn't. I ate five milligrams of it because I, I wasn't familiar with this and I was like, well, I don't know if it's going to have THC in it. I remember that the first time I tried it, um, I didn't want the THC effect if it had it in it. And I didn't want um, to fall asleep, like, then, you know, because usually for me, if CBD is too strong, I will fall asleep, um, and, you know, different products, just because it says 10 milligrams, doesn't mean every product you have is 10 milligrams, it's going to feel exactly the same, um, so sometimes it's good to test it a little bit at a time, instead, especially if you don't want some specific thing to happen, like, if you're, like, waking up and you're trying to like go for a run or something and like you're going to pop one of those before you don't you don't want to be like I did not expect this you know <laughs> you want to be able to get whatever the effect is that you wanted so it's good to kind of test it first once or twice to see what this product is like cuz just because you're used to a certain amount of milligrams if you're sensitive to it like me um it might really impact you if this 10 milligrams feels stronger than the normal 10 milligrams you're used to if you're used to that amount some people are used to some people can down a whole 100 milligram package but that pack itself it cost me 
it was at least $20 for that package, counting tax, counting discounts, counting many things. So that that was kind of what I got from it all. Um, but I mean, I'm familiar with TA, with, with, well, and all the sorts of products, but I'm familiar with CBD products and, um, that one in particular, um, felt like it said it would, um, like it didn't say anything specific to, to expect, but it felt like I had, I would have expected 10 milligrams of CBD to feel, um, when I ate it, um, not on an empty stomach, or you want to pay attention to if you're eating it with a meal. Um, if you eat these things with a meal, it's going to kick in faster, but they usually say within two hours, usually at about the two hour mark, it'll kick in. For some people, it's about an hour and a half. For some people, it's about one hour. For some people, it's like 30 minutes. If I eat with it, it'll kick in within probably 30 minutes to an hour. Um, so yeah, and it'll last probably at least eight hours, if not more. Um, so that's, that's one thing I can mention is that, you know, there are different products, there are different things to pay attention to specifically. There's a lot of information that I can just go into so many details about, but, um, there's a lot of stuff I'm still testing about too. And there's a lot of stuff I'm still trying to figure out too. And so, I mean, as I figure these things out, I'll, I'll try and like post about them. Um, but there's a lot of still questions that I have that I, I, I don't really want to put information out about it if I don't really know the details, um, or experiences that either myself or other people have had, um, with it. So I just wanted to put that out there that, um, you know, it's expensive. Um, not everybody has that amount of money. I mean, I'm not saying I'm, like, rich or whatever, but, I mean, I'm just saying, like, 20 bucks is a lot of money to drop on, on candy, basically. But if you think about it, if you're taking 10 milligrams a day, that's only going to last you 10 days for $20. So, say if you wanted to consider how much you'd spend for, like, a month, it would be three times. So, it's, like, 60 bucks. And the prices vary because different days, there's different sales, and then there's the tax, and then are you going to remember the Ziploc bag and all this sort of stuff? Like, different, it can be a different price. You could probably get it almost 50% off at a different place. Sometimes you could get, like, two for one or whatever, or if they need to restock or whatever, sometimes you just walk in and it's a good deal. They might not advertise, but... I mean, I've walked into places and gotten, like, three things for the price of one, or I've walked in and it was almost almost an extra, say, if it was something that I would usually buy for $27, that would cost a full $27 total, with tax, everything included, it would cost me closer to 33 bucks one day, and then some days it'll be $15, so it's kind of like you really don't know, and you usually have to go in with cash, um... At the places I've been, anyways, they don't accept card. There's usually a couple ATMs available indoors in the lobby and inside the dispensary where you can get your cash out. So that's another thing to notice. If you're getting something that costs under $20, or if you don't have $20 in your bank and you don't have cash on you, um, or if you don't have 20 bucks plus the service fee, um, it's going to be hard to get products because, I mean, a lot of them do cost well over $20, and it is, if you are intending on taking these things daily, 
um, it does add up if you're taking, like I'm saying, like a hundred milligram package will last you 10 days if you're taking that one, for example, with that amount. Some people portion it out so you can get the hundred milligram package and maybe you have, maybe you only want five milligrams a day. You can still just bite it in half because um, they're gummies. You don't have to eat the whole thing at once. Um, and you can just reseal it back in the, in the envelope it comes in. So if you're not grossed out by that, or you can cut them, but I mean, then again, it's, it's assuming that, that the product you're using or consuming or smoking or whatever is evenly distributed throughout the entire product. So say, for example, I eat, this is a common thing that happens too with with all sorts of these these products, is you eat one gummy, one day you might not feel a thing, one day you'll feel it like full force stronger than what would be average. So, you know, it can depend on other conditions of yourself, or eating, or caffeine involvement, and other stuff, maybe you slept, maybe you didn't sleep, that kind of stuff, but it can also depend on, you know, is there... Is this evenly distributed 10 milligram CBD every day? Is it evenly distributed? Because um, if it's not evenly distributed and you're cutting it in a piece, um, say if you're cutting it in half, you might not get the full 5 milligram effect or you might get a 10 milligram effect and you feel like you wanted only 5. So, I mean, this is a lot of stuff to be mentioning. I hope I'm not going too much off topic. I was just, this is kind of just a rant about CBD. Um, but yeah, so basically you want to, a lot of people want to know what to expect. Basically, the way I would describe it is you would expect relaxation on a lot of different levels. So from what I noticed, and this is a lot of, it's, there's a lot that goes on. So like I said, first of all, you want to know what product you're getting, just Figuring out what kind of product you would be ideally wanting to have. That's, you know, the way the way I decide what kind of product I want to have is what what can I use, how or when or where will I be using it and why. So say, for example, if I want something that I'm trying to sleep with, um, that didn't make sense. If I'm trying to use something to aid with sleep, so to help me fall asleep, right? Um... I might or might not, depending on, on my own dietary habits or my own wants or desires, I might not want a gummy right before I go to sleep because I might have to go brush my teeth again. Maybe I don't eat at a certain hour. Like some people don't eat after 8 p.m. And maybe you know you're going to take this at 9 p.m. or something. And so you might not want that effect. <laughs> um, you might not want that effect of the sugars if it's a gummy, you know on your teeth, I mean, yeah, you can brush your teeth, but not everybody wants to do it like that, or, you know, you might just have something that's making it so, you know, you won't want sugar, you won't want something sugary that you're eating, maybe you prefer to smoke, maybe you prefer to vape, um, if it's for sleep, for example, um, maybe you prefer tincture of just, like, the droplets, or one or two, or however many droplets, however much you're trying to get through the droplets under your tongue at night, you know, maybe you'd want that instead, um, you want to consider, like, where are you storing this? Where can you store it? Um, say if you're using it at home, I mean, you probably might have a fridge available, like, depending how hot your house is or how cold your house is. If you're getting, if you're getting gummies or chocolates, they might melt. Mine melt. They melt in the car. 
when you're bringing them home. Like, say you're going to go to the dispensary, you get your products, you put them in the car, you you know, everything's in your trunk or whatever with your groceries and whatnot. And then say you're like, I don't know, you have to go do something, like visit a friend for like an hour or something, um, or just go do errands while you, while, you know, you have your stuff in your trunk. It might melt, you know, it's melted before for me. It, the gummies melt, the chocolates really, really melt. Um, caramels melt, but it's not so problematic unless they're open. Hard candies stick together and sometimes they melt. So it's something to keep in mind. If you're using stuff that smells like cannabis, you want to keep that in mind. Because, say you again, say you're shopping, you go, you're keeping it in the car. You can't really smell so much through those bags or through the little... Um, containers where the where the buds are at you can't really like smell it but say if you opened it in the car or if it's just laying in a space where it's out of the actual ziplock for some reason I don't know who does this but say it was just laying in a place where it's getting heat from the sun just being being on your car while you're not even in it and you come back in your car's gonna smell like weed like some people don't want that I don't want that um or even if it's like the um what's it freaking called, those, uh, vaporizers, the vape pens, um, sometimes you have to clean it out, or if it's, like, a bong or something, you have to clean it out, and that smells like weed, um, and then there's other stuff that's, like, you want to consider, like, okay, like, is someone gonna know what this is, or think it's something else, or, you know, because sometimes, I mean, it's, it's kind of a touchy topic, you know, it kind of depends, like, who you live with, if you live alone, if you're keeping the stuff in your medicine cabinet, you know, and people can, like, open it, and it's, like, medical marijuana cream or something, and it's just, like, maybe you didn't want everybody knowing that, um, you can have, like, lotions and things, some of them, it's not so obvious, the brand isn't so obvious, you'd have to look at it and actually read it, versus if some nosy person goes in your medicine cabinet using your toilet, um, and they open it, and they see, oh, like, you have all these, like, products and stuff, you wouldn't probably keep gummies and stuff in there. You might keep it in your fridge, but still other people can see it. So maybe you want to keep it more in your bedroom or something, but then if it melts, and so it's kind of like you want to consider where you're going to be storing it, what you're going to be using it for, when you can or cannot consume this, if you're going to be smelling like it and all that kind of thing. How does it smell in your breath? Um, if you are like actually going out in public or something, you don't want to, a lot of people don't want to be smelling like it. Like even if it's legal here, it's still very taboo, and it's still, like, you can't go into work smelling like weed, you know, for most jobs, even, you know, for most jobs, you kind of can't do that, but, um, yeah, that's one thing to really consider, though, because, um, you want to really consider, like, what is it that, that you're going to use it for, so say, for example, we're going to use this idea of, you know, person with insomnia wants to fall asleep faster, or they want to have a deep sleep, sleep throughout the night, um, or wake up feeling rested, you know, um, CBD is good for that, it helps a lot, um, it can promote better sleep, um, which can lead to a lot of other things, lower stress in the morning, you might not need some coffee, you might not have that caffeine crash at the end of the day, if you're not drinking coffee just to stay awake because you actually slept, that would, you know, reduce stress as well, um, you might feel it right before you fall asleep, or maybe not, you might just be on your phone, like, listening to music, the next thing you know, you're waking up in the morning, um, 
but yeah, CBD is is something that promotes uh, sleep. A lot of people like that because it's hard for a lot of people to sleep. Um, so they want something that will put them to sleep. Um, so knowing what amount you need that puts you to sleep and how you're going to take it and when you're going to take it and what type of product you're going to use and when and how you're going to store it, those are all important things. How are you going to afford it if it does actually help you and you want it every day or every weekday or certain days of the week when you need to actually sleep? Because maybe you're, maybe you have certain days where you work at an odd hour. Like for me, I work, um, (coughs) for me, I work, Thursdays I work noon to 8 p.m. Um, meaning I get off work at 8, meaning, you know, I kind of tend to have a little more energy because I like to kind of like, I don't want to fall asleep at like 10 o'clock, you know, because it's like, dude, I just barely got home. Say I get off at 8, I'm not even getting home at 8. I'm getting home, say, 8.15, maybe 8.30 if I have to run errands or something. And then what, am I going to sleep like an hour and a half later? Like I had no time to decompress, no time to like, like maybe do some other stuff I wanted to do. Again, I mean, I started at noon, so I had time to do stuff in the morning, but I'm the kind of person who really likes to do stuff at night before I go to sleep. So I can feel like, okay, I worked really hard today and then I got a good evening in of doing a lot of the stuff I wanted to actually do for myself or my projects or my hobbies or just for fun or relaxation or just screwing around or talking to my friends or whatever I may be doing at night. Um, <coughs> I don't want to fall asleep at 8.30 and I don't want to fall asleep at 10 if I just got home at 8.30. So basically, for me, and I'm not saying specifically this is what I would do, but, you know, say... You know, Thursday night might be a good night for a CBD edible because it's like, I know I need to sleep, but naturally I'm kind of wired because I just got off work and I have a pretty stressful job and it does take me a bit to decompress and I do feel like my day is more full if I don't just come home and veg out. I like to exercise. I like to do other stuff. But then if I'm doing all these things right at 8.30, then 10 o'clock comes. Am I really going to sleep? No. I'm, I'm kind of wired because I've been like doing stuff. But I don't want to come home and just start trying to, like, relax either because it's like, dude, like, I just got off work. And sometimes, you know, I don't have a whole lot of time before work to actually do stuff either. So it's really hard for me sometimes Thursday. So that would be an example of a time when ideally it would make sense for me to, like, pop a CBD edible and get to sleep faster because I naturally wouldn't want to do it. But I know I need to. So do that just to make sure I fall asleep. (coughs) And make sure I get good sleep, too. Maybe if my sleep pattern's all out of whack. Or maybe if I have a meeting in the morning and I know I'm, like, anxious about something. And it's hard to calm the anxiety. And I'm like, yeah, I've just been on go, go, go mode all week. And, you know, maybe some... I mean, there should always be time for de-stressing. There should always be time for relaxation and self-care. But, you know, American culture, sometimes that's really just not the case. And you just plow through your weeks and... You might have a couple days where you're like, I literally just need to sleep tonight because I've been running off coffee fumes and I just need to go to bed because I got to wake up early and, you know, but you're wired from the coffee you had and, you know, some people don't like cannabis type products with caffeine. Um, That's one thing to mention. So if you do consume a lot of coffee, that might be a negative impact depending, depending. I mean, it's not the same for everybody, but depending, it might, it might have a negative um, feeling. Um, but just so you know, I mean, it all goes away, you sleep it off, you're not gonna die from any of this stuff, you're not gonna overdose from any of it, um, some people do, I mean, if they take way, way too much, um, 
you know, their heart rate might go up. Um, this is more if, it, if there's THC, though, because this is that psychoactive effect. Um, you can get that paranoia, and your heart rate goes up, and it makes your breathing rate go up, and you start getting all, like, hypervigilant and weirded out by stuff. And you might feel like you can't breathe properly, even if you can, but you might start freaking out in your mind about all sorts of ideas and things that you're thinking, and, like, time is moving too slow, and I'm moving, everything's in slow motion, and I can't, I can't get up, I'm sinking into the chair, I can't move, my feet are sinking into the floor. Like, it can make you feel really heavy, and, you know, you can get trapped in, like, this place in your head sometimes where it's like, you just, if you're, if you're tripping out, it's, it's, it can be hard to come back from on your own. I mean, it's possible to do it. If you're familiar with how to do it, you can, but sometimes it can feel really negative. So, um, that's one thing I would, I would mention is just, you know, just making sure you know what you're taking with what, um, you know, caffeine's one thing. Another thing about edibles is that they have sugar in them. So taking that into account, um, sugar is another kind of like, it's not, I don't think sugar is considered a stimulant. I don't know, but it is something that is kind of stimulating. So is caffeine is a stimulant. Um, so if you're eating chocolates, it has caffeine, it has sugar. Um, if you're eating like cola flavored stuff, some of are like juices, drinks, um, some of them do have, like, cola, they have, like, cola sodas, um, uh, CBD sodas, CBD waters, um, so, yeah, I forgot to mention that, beverages, they have beverages, stuff that's kind of, like, Gatorades, or sodas, or juices, or things like that, just taking that into consideration, it's not as pure, because it's mixed with other stuff, so just knowing how that other stuff would affect you and how this is going to make another effect for you. So say if you're really sensitive to caffeine and sugar and you drink a cola CBD soda that has sugar and caffeine and you're trying to sleep, that might not work out so well. Um, it kind of really just depends. Um, but say if you were using it to, you know, relax from anxiety, um... I mean, caffeine and sugar give people anxiety too, but maybe for you it doesn't. So it's kind of like hard to tell what it's going to do. Um, but it's, some people are really sensitive to these effects. Some people aren't. So some people, like what I'm saying, it will never phase you one way or another and it's never going to bother you at all. And some people, it's going to be really difficult to kind of like do what you need or do what you want and like get the effect that you're actually looking for without feeling uncomfortable or without having some weird thing happening, but obviously, again, paying attention to that THC, if there's THC in it, paying attention to that. Um, some people use them for socializing, if they get anxiety socializing, um, or just anxiety in general, um, people can use it for decreasing anxiety, because what it really does is it makes your thoughts stop really going into this ruminative place where you're or depression too but it, it can make your thoughts stop going into this discomforting place of like worry and <clears throat> I mean I'll just talk about anxiety specifically but it can make your your thoughts go into a different place um that it's not really that it's so much more pleasant, it's just that you're so much more focused and mindful on whatever is stimulating your senses at that time. 
So if you're watching Netflix, say you're watching The Office and you think it's funny, maybe it's the American version, I don't know, just make up your own story to go along with what I'm trying to say. Um, so that's the example I'm giving here. You're watching um, The Office, the American version on Netflix, um, and you're enjoying it and it's funny and, you know, you had an edible maybe two hours before you started watching it, and it was a CBD edible, say it was five milligrams, and you're just hanging out by yourself in your place, you've had a, you know, you have something coming up that you've been worrying about all week, and you just don't want to worry about it anymore, and um, you're trying to decrease the worry, because whatever it is is coming up tomorrow, um, say you have a court date or something like that, I don't know, <coughs> but... You might take the CBD um, to relax you from the anxiety, and you start watching The Office, you start just getting into it, you're kind of like maybe in a little daydreamy state, um, but you're kind of like daydreamy about The Office, about certain topics and certain stuff, or you're very like sucked into it, and you're just kind of watching it and really focusing on a lot of the stuff that they're saying or doing, and you're laughing along and it's funny and it's humorous and it's pleasant and you might notice hey I just watched this whole episode and not once did I think too much about about what that court date's going to be like tomorrow or you might actively start thinking about the court date tomorrow um but you notice like it kind of it kind of slightly blocks um the strength of how much the thought about whatever would worry you would come up. So I'm not saying it would go away or that it won't come up, but it's harder to get there and to feel it strongly in a negative way. Like you, if you really tap into it, you can, but it's also very easy to distract from as well. Um, if you have CBD in your system, it's easy to distract from anxious thoughts and feelings um, but it's not always easy to just, it's not like it's going to go away because it's still a part of your life. It's still a part of something that actually matters to you. So you're going to think about it. Um, but it's just, you know, it's not going to usually, if, if the effect is kicking in with the CBD, it's not going to affect you as much, um, thinking about that court date the next day, um, and you'll feel more relaxed about it. You're not going to be so worried and so like consumed, and you can have an evening after after your work day, and which is the day before you go into court, you can just decrease your worry, relax from it a little bit, have a have a a headspace kind of a break from those actual worries that are coming up for you, and you know it could really serve a good purpose. Um, just taking that. Just so you can feel like, hey, at least I had a breather from that. Because maybe you were worrying about it for like a month or something. Um, and usually the night before, you do something important like a court date. You're going to need that relaxation. You're going to need that rest. You're going to need that good sleep so you can just get up and go do what you need to go do. One thing to mention too, though, is the time that you take a certain product. Knowing naturally for you where, when and where it wears off. Um... Some people mention that they feel groggy in the morning because it hasn't probably quite worn off. You might need a meal in your system. You might need to hydrate by then. Um, 
a lot of times people get hungry from this stuff. Um, and then there's like, you know, some people drink coffee, um, in the morning. So I don't know. I'm just trying to talk about this from a common perspective of things that people can relate to. Um, say for example, if you have like a physical injury, say, I mean, I have a right knee that's hyperextended that every now and then, I mean, if I work out too much, it, it gets sore or hurt. If I have too much high impact, or may if I, maybe if I go hiking and I'm doing too much, like, climbing, um, or even, like, downward slopes, just because it's putting so much pressure, um, that might impact my knee's pain. If I have, um, if I'm jumping and I just land on it wrong once, or if I'm dancing or something and just, you know, that happened to me once where I kind of slid a little further than I had wanted, and again, I hyperextended that same knee just slightly, but it, it wasn't actually injured like I thought it would be. I thought the next day I was like, oh, I definitely did it in because I felt it that night, but it didn't really fully take effect. And that was recently within the past couple of months, two, three months or so. But this injury is from like maybe 2011, 2010. It's like at least, it's at least six years old, probably closer to eight years old or so. Um, when it's going to rain, it hurts. Um, when I don't work out or stretch enough or, you know, do yoga or anything for longer periods of time than what's normal for me, say if I, I don't know, say if I go a couple weeks without working out or stretching or anything, um, or even if I'm not eating properly or just the combination of things, then my knee pain flares up again. It's not so much that it cripples me. Like, I can still do what I need to do. I might be slightly, slightly limping. Like, if 10 is, like, extreme and 1 is, like, like you know, it might not even be a limp that's, like, even at a 1 level. Um, but I notice it. Like, if when I'm sitting there and I'm comparing my knees or, like, it, it, like if I'm not really, like, too distracted, I will notice all oh, my knee hurts, you know. And it was doing it today, too. I noticed my knee hurt, but I did get some yoga and stretching in, and I don't... I don't really have that pain right now. I did some, like, massaging and, you know, some kind of body work on it earlier today, too. Um, but I did put some effort into it. But say if I'm doing that kind of stuff and it doesn't work for some reason, or maybe I did kind of re-injure it or something, um, it's underneath the skin. It's muscle and, and, like, cartilage and tendons and nerves all involved. The knee is very complicated, but, you know, I found that, CBD edibles help with that. Um, the tinctures, the the droplets under your tongue help with that. Um, the salve and the creams and the lotions, they help with that. The topicals, the ones you can just put on the specific area, they help with that. Or nearby those areas, um, it helps with that, like pain relief. Um, but then again... My pain there is tolerable, and it's not so complex that I need anything specific to make it feel better. Mostly the stretching and massage works. Um, I mean, I still feel that it's tender, but it's not necessarily throbbing in pain. But I did have that pain earlier today, so... Um, there is an amount of there is an amount of inflammation that regularly occurs um so there's that um in addition to those things um i think that's mostly that's mostly what i think i should say about about cbd it's um 
as you can see, all my explanation is very complicated. Um, there have been times when I took, okay, um, I went on a trip recently, I'm not going to say where to, um, but I went on a trip someplace, um, and I had CBD edibles, um, I'm not going to tell you if it was in or out of state or where it was in or out of the country, I'm not going to say anything about that, but, um, I did go on a trip, and I knew I wasn't going to be driving, so I was like, okay, this isn't going to be an issue to have this stuff in my system, um, <clears throat> so I did have it in my system in the form of these little gummies every day, and I noticed, I mean, that was probably one of the first times I noticed it in my system, um, in the daytime, when I'm not doing anything, and I took off work, so I wasn't working those days, um, so it was in my system, and I had it in there, um, <clears throat> oh gosh, I've been talking a while, so now my, my throat's feeling a little bit raw, but it's alright, it's just, it was just a little tingly right now, um, but, yeah, I noticed it in my system, um, so one thing I want to mention about this trip, I was meeting a lot of new people that I didn't know, I was not sleeping the same amount that I usually sleep, I was around people that I do know that do stress me out, and they were noticeably stressed out, um, <clears throat> I didn't have any money, I didn't have the ability or control to eat what I wanted to eat when I felt like it. I, again, I wasn't sleeping properly or with people that I knew too well or I didn't even know where I was going to be sleeping and I didn't know what was going on. People were picking me up, taking me different places. Um, I was at people's houses, talking to people I did or didn't know, trying to catch up, but you know, people were busy and stressed and then other people were stressed around me. Um... <coughs> Let's say this trip was for five days. I don't know. Estimation five days. <clears throat> um, and these gummies were five milligrams each. And let's say I took one or two a day. Um, and it wasn't noticeable what they were. They were in a different container. Um, <clears throat> so... Just, just keeping that in mind, um, I had them with me, um, they were in my bag that I was traveling with, <clears throat> um, and I was just kind of just eating them just casually, but not like a whole bunch, but just every now and then, just to portion them out throughout the days. That was probably the most relaxed trip I've ever had, considering that I hardly slept, um, there were nights where we got, like, three hours sleep. There were nights where we got, like, maybe... I don't think I slept eight hours the whole time I was there. Like, I mean, eight hours for one night the whole time I was there. We were waking up at weird hours. The weather was terrible. I had to wear clothes I didn't even want to wear. Like, it was just... it was, Ideally, it would have been an ideally stressful situation. And if high stress is 10... My stress level was, like, nowhere near that. It was, like, maybe a two at best. Probably not even two. I would say it was probably even less than a two. Um, I mean, let me see. Oh, yeah. 
I was on my period too. Um, and I'm used to getting a lot of pain and cramps and nausea. I didn't, I didn't have any of that. Um, maybe it was slightly, slightly there, if anything, maybe a one or two for that. But I don't really remember it, honestly. I don't remember having that happen. Um, I mean, I do, like, when I do exercise, <clears throat> stretch, hydrate, that kind of thing, then menstrual pain isn't really, like, a thing for me either, but CBD helps, too. Um, let me see. Yeah. And I think, okay, so I think I did have z or some kind of nighttime sleep aid, because I was like, I'm not too sure if I'm going to lose these or even take them with me or end up throwing them away, because, you know... I was like, I don't know who I'm going to encounter and what's going to be going on and if I'm going to be able to keep these on me or with me or whatever. So I just kind of had the sleep aid in case. Um, but I, I did take the sleep aid a little bit, but I put it in a little squirt bottle and I took like, it probably was equivalent to not even a half of a dose, probably not even a quarter of a dose of that stuff. Um, but as a sleep aid, so that did help too. Um, <clears throat> but that was just for the sleep and I obviously wasn't sleeping the amount I needed either. So taking that into account, all those things into account, that's pretty much what I was working with. Um, and it was a very relaxing trip, uh, vacation. Um, <clears throat> I enjoyed myself. Um, I remember just being calm I was in the car, I wasn't stressed out, being driven all over the place, I didn't know where I was going, I didn't care, people were talking to me, I wasn't too nervous about it, um, I was trying to help other people with some stuff, I wasn't too concerned or worried, um, I had maybe two drinks the whole time I was there, I think one, uh, one person bought me a drink at a bar, and then I think, um, <coughs> I had a little, little bit of someone else's um, drink or maybe some champagne later or something as part of a celebration. Can't remember. Um, so I wasn't really drinking on that trip. And that was all in, in one day within like a four or five, maybe six hour, and then less than six. I'd say like a three, four hour period where I had those two alcoholic beverages. <coughs> so... And I wasn't drinking caffeine. I don't think I had any coffee, any tea that I remember. Um, I wasn't, like, having caffeine in my system either. So it was basically just CBD there. Um, <clears throat> my regular amount of sugars probably. But I wasn't, again, I wasn't eating the same amount of meals as usual or at the same times or anything. Like, it was just sporadic. Like, I was hungry, but it wasn't, like, munchies hungry, I don't think, from what I recall. <laughs> But yeah, that's kind of one thing that that um I kind of wanted to cover um was just CBD in general. That's mostly all the topics about CBD I can think about. Uh physical pain, sleep, anxiety, um kind of like social related things. I mean, I'm not saying it's something that you can replace you know, you can't replace sleep, you can't replace, like, good self-care, you can't replace any of those things, like, you know, we all still have to take care of ourselves 
throughout the hours of every day, multiple times a week, multiple times a day. I'm not saying like, okay, don't sleep. Uh, don't sleep properly. Don't try and get eight hours or the recommended amount that you need for sleep every day. Um, don't try and limit your stressful environment as much as you can, even though sometimes you can't limit it or like try and recover from your own anxious thoughts and like be mindful and meditate and, you know, do, do your own routine for like your own relief. Um, I'm not saying abandon all those self-care and necessary kind of ways of kind of living your life and just have CBD products around and just eat them or smoke them and, you know, all day or whatever. Like, I'm just saying, like, if you want to use it as an aid for something, either when you're having a, a more difficult time than usual or when you're expecting to have a more difficult time than usual, um, it's good for... It, it, there, there is an aspect that you can use for like preventative measures as well as like helping helping problems on the spot. So those are some things I've mentioned uh, that I notice. Um, like I was saying, you can prevent a lot of the. You can prevent like some things you can prevent. You can you can prevent potential like menstrual discomfort. You can prevent like sleeplessness, um, you can prevent, um, heightened anxiety or heightened stress in, in, like, potentially stressful environments, you can prevent them, or if you're already experiencing, like, physical pain, or if you're already in the middle of, like, trying to sleep and you just can't, so you're already, like, four hours into, like, you only have four hours left to sleep and you just can't sleep and, you know, you're wired or like anxious or nervous or stressed or, you know, whatever. You just got a lot on your mind. You can't quiet your mind down. Um, I'm not saying only use CBD or that I'm recommending it or it's just my own take on it from myself, my friends, from what I've kind of learned about, what I've kind of studied about. Um, I'm not sure if anybody's listening to this or if they like it or what, but if so, I'd like to know um, what what people think about all the things I've said. I can answer questions if people have them. Again, a lot of it is going to differ depending where you live in the world, which state you actually live in, um, what your age actually is, what your capability or rules are as far as for your job, as far as for your um <clears throat> household like if you live with roommates and they say no drugs like in your lease does that do they include cbd products is that what they meant um it's it might be kind of hard to tell if you're not you know having that open conversation or if you don't want to have that open conversation or like if they say no smoking can you vape you know you know and also smoking outside and stuff like that like people can tell what you're smoking you know, weed product, you know, it smells like weed unless you get something that doesn't, but usually it's kind of noticeable unless you purposefully try to mask it. Even some of the edibles and some of the candies, I mean, I haven't had that so much with, like, CBD stuff, um, usually because the ones I get tend to be pretty sugary and everything, but I mean, some products do kind of have that weed smell to them. Or, like, a little bit of, like, an after, after like, lingering smell where, you're like, that kind of smells like it has weed in it. 
Or sometimes when you're eating certain certain edibles and stuff, you can taste it in there. Um, so just taking that into consideration. Like, they have little CBD mints um, that look kind of like those little Starbucks breath mints, kind of similar containers. They have these chocolate-covered blueberries. They have chocolate-covered fruits. Um, <coughs> different types of infused items. Like, it's just it's just really what what you're able to have how you intend on using it, again, when you intend on using it, why. Some stuff isn't going to work good for certain places or certain areas. If you're trying to be really discreet about something and you're say, say you're out all day, you know you need to be out all day, say you're not driving, you're not doing anything where you'd be in any kind of legal trouble and you're in a state and a country where it's legal and you're of age and all these things fall into place, and say you start your day at 8 a.m., you leave your house, and you say at 12 you want to try the CBD. So that's around noon, around lunch or so, whatever. Say that's the time when you want to try it, but you're going to be out and about with your friends or family or people who don't approve, but it's your life and you just want to live your life and do what you want to do when you when you feel like it. You're not harming anybody, and you don't you want to have it in your system, but you don't want maybe everybody knowing you probably can't be smoking it <clears throat> in a pipe or a vape, a pen, or even some of the salves or lotions and things. Like, the topicals, they might have a scent to them that people might be able to tell what it is. Um, so just keeping that in mind, like, say if you're out at 8, you, have, you weren't going to come back till maybe midnight, you know, but noon is when you wanted to try the CBD and you knew you were going to be out. You want to consider what you can use, how it's going to impact you and the other people around you. Do you need to drive later? Do you need to, you know, not fall asleep? <laughs> you know, are you going to be doing something where you need to, like, are you going to be at go-karts or golfing or are you going to be out in the sun? Are you going to be able to eat food when you want it or need it? Um, what what's the condition going to be? How are you going to have it on you? How are you going to keep it safe on you? Is it legal to have it on you where you're going? Or if you have it in your car, someone else's car, what are their restrictions? You know, like say if you accidentally leave a product in there, you don't want them getting in trouble because it's your stuff. Or if you have it like open, like like an open container, you're not allowed to have an open container. Um of any sort of THC or alcohol or cannabis or CBD products. Um, you're not allowed to just have it open and out. Um, so, for example, um, you couldn't have it just, like like I was saying, say the gummies, for example, you couldn't just have an open package, just unziplock seal, you know, open. The ziplock that the actual bag of products comes in is opened, and it's not zipped back together, it's not in the trunk or in the back seat, and it's up there with you open in the cup holder while the driver gets pulled over by an officer, and um, maybe your driver's 21, maybe your driver's not 21 years old yet, you know, because um, in you know certain states you can drive at age 16, so... And say, they, say they're a couple years older, so they legally have their license, they can drive you, you can drive in their car, or whatever, but it's like, you want to consider, like, you know, all the legal, the legal, um, aspects of things, too, because, 
it, it's tricky because people don't really talk about it. So that's what the problem that we're getting into is that people aren't really like speaking about it. Um, there's not a lot of educational, informative details out there that people can really relate to. I mean, there is, but it takes a lot of looking around, too, a lot of researching, which isn't bad. It's not bad to research, but, you know, YouTube has videos where people are, like, sampling stuff, and they're, they're you know, giving reviews on certain products if you, if you want to take that route. Some people give explanations through video form. Some people walk you through a dispensary. Some people do it in different states and different countries, and they show you what it's like there. There's definitely legal aspects based on your age or the age of people that you're with. And, like, are you consuming it or using it or smoking it in front of them? That can be considered, like, a child abuse or neglect. You're not allowed to use substances, drugs, and things in front of kids. Um, I don't know if it's illegal to drink in front of children. I don't think it is. But it's illegal to smoke marijuana in front of kids. Um, even if it is legal, even if it is recreational, it's not legal. So that's one thing. It's just stuff like that. That's just like, it does take a lot of planning and consideration for yourself, consideration for others around you. You know, you can't just be like completely like oblivious and just trying and sampling stuff and not considering how it's going to impact you. If you don't know your limits or you don't know your own like tolerance and you don't know how long things last in your system, like even if it's CBD, it's like, can you drive under the influence like that? You know, are you going to fall asleep behind the wheel? Um, you can't fall asleep behind the wheel. Like, that's not <laughs> good. Um, but if CBD products make you so tired and drowsy, you know, that might be an impact that you're not wanting to take. Or if you're somewhere where you're like working or somewhere important, like at a, you know, I don't know, maybe you're somewhere where you're at a doctor's office or somewhere where you have to wait for a long time, like the DMV, you don't want to be falling asleep there. Or maybe you're at somebody's house and you don't really know them or you're going to a party and like the stuff might just knock you out, you know, you might get so sleepy, you might end up falling asleep at somebody's place unintentionally. Who knows if that's appropriate? It might be like a work party. It might be your boss's house. Um, maybe your boss's Christmas party or something. You don't want to, like, do something weird, you know. I mean, it, you know, I don't feel like there's much wrong with experimenting, but with experimenting does come some kind of negative repercussions sometimes. Some of us, uh, I've had I've had my own set that I don't really talk about that I'm probably not going to talk about on here, but, I mean, I've, I've, you know, had some trial and error situations, and, you know, you learn from them, but sometimes, you know, Sometimes it's not an easy comeback from it, depending what it is. You don't want to end up in jail for doing something that's even legal where you're at and just having some odd scenario or odd case that you may have overlooked come up or be negatively accused for, wrongly accused for some some negative aspect of something that happened. Um, you don't want that, really. I don't know anybody who does. I mean, maybe you really want the thrill and that's just part of the thrill, but I mean... I think most people, if you're just trying to get some kind of relief or some sort of relaxation or some sort of, like, effect that's just kind of, like, gonna improve your 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 quality of that, that portion of your day, um, or it's just gonna make your day, make you feel like you have more control over something that you don't feel like you have a lot of control over at that moment, or that you really can't control something in your life, and you're trying to, like, use CBD to kind of, like, ease the pain or whatever it may be. Um, 
that's another, you know, it, it's, it's something really to just consider, you know, like I was saying, I mean, I was just kind of thinking of that on the fly, you know, like, like what really does happen if you have like an 18 year old driving a 21 year old with an open container of, of CBD gummies and the 18 year old gets pulled over maybe it's in their car. They don't even know. Maybe they know, but the cops see it and they're like, whose is that? And you say it's theirs, but it's still an open container you know, who's going to get that ticket? What's going to happen? Is it driving under the influence? Because if you op- if you had an open beer in the seat of an 18-year-old, you know, while the passenger's drinking a beer while you're driving, that's not legal. Um, so, you, I mean, at the least, you have to apply at least the alcohol laws to it. Um, there isn't like a .08 uh, blood alcohol concentration level that you need to be at. Uh, you know, like, kind of for CBD, like, I don't know if they have alcohol in them ever, but I don't know, maybe they have products like that that do, I don't know, but there's not, like, a breathalyzer test that you can do, they have reasonable cause or reasonable suspicion that they kind of give you their own kind of test, um, and they decide, do they think you're too high or too under the influence to be able to drive, so depending what kind of officer you get or if you get pulled over, um, with something in your system while you're driving and or even if it's in the car while you're driving and it's opened and you're getting pulled over for that and they test you and maybe you're loopy or maybe you're acting a certain way or maybe they're just wrongfully accusing you saying oh it's open they're they're trying to put two and two together which isn't even accurate but they're putting an inaccurate two and two together that's equaling oh you must be high or say if you got the product like I did that said that it had THC in it when it didn't feel like it, but it said it had it in there. So if you're like, oh, officer, I just have these CBD products, and then they look at it and it says THC, and then they're like, well, you're driving, and it has a psychoactive property to it. How are you going to fight that, you know? It's kind of stuff like that you have to try to, like, problem solve uh, before you actually get into an issue, like, I could see those sorts of situations easily going to court and, you know, I don't know what you would do or say. I mean, and, you know, this kind of stuff gets a bad rap enough as it is. So, I mean, trying to, like, just have it as something that you're trying to use as an aid or or something helpful, you don't want it, like, damaging your life in any way. You want to be able to just have it help you if that's what you're trying to do. Just like people drink coffee in the morning, you know? You're You're not trying to get, like coffee like you know people drink coffee it's a, it's a supplement you know it's a it's a it's an aid of some sort you drink it cuz you want the energy cuz you want to stay awake cuz the caffeine has that stimulating effect that makes you alert makes you a little faster makes you more present kind of if you're not easily distractible it makes you kind of mm, you can process faster when you're talking when you're thinking um you don't feel like your energy is decreasing significantly, especially if you didn't sleep enough. You kind of feel like it's helping you at least stay awake. <clears throat> um, if you're sensitive enough to caffeine or you're drinking or consuming the amount that you need to give you the effect you want, right? Like with caffeine, people kind of know their limits a lot. You're not usually going to expect to be under the influence of caffeine driving somebody off the road because you're irritable and you have road rage. Or even if you have like those uh, pre-workouts, you know, that they, they do have caffeine in them oftentimes too, but, you know, they, they're for, like, getting a good pump in the gym and kind of, like, you know, 
supporting like you know muscle growth and energy while you're in the gym kind of giving you that kind of like extra push to make you like feel like you want to keep going and do some extra reps and things like that but you know I've taken that stuff when I was on the way to the gym but maybe waited a little bit too long to get there and then it kicked in and then I get in the car and I'm like dude I just want to run somebody off the road but I'm able to like calm myself and like actually like you know, not do it, but I mean, some people aren't, some people assault people when they've been taking pre-workouts, or when they've had too much caffeine, I mean, it's a thing, it happens, and nobody's expecting, oh, this supplement I'm taking, or this aid I'm taking is gonna make me do something unfortunate, um, same with CBD, I mean, you're not expecting it's gonna make you fall asleep behind the wheel, you're not expecting your 18 year old friends gonna get pulled over while you have an open thing a bag in the in the cup holder or you leave your stuff in somebody some strict strict um person's car like a conservative person's car or somebody who has a conservative family or friends or other people who get in their car or use their car or borrow their car and they get caught with this product of yours and they get in trouble because of you or something you know it's like you know you kind of have to know like a lot of the other stuff too you want to know about traveling laws. Um, if you're crossing state borders, I mean, if you're crossing country borders, that's even a whole different situation. Um, even if you're crossing state borders, what does that state say? Are you driving across states? Are they searching your car? Are they going to, if you get pulled over and your car gets searched and you're in another state, and maybe you have a medical card in one state where you purchased. Say you're from California and you have a medical recommendation and you're allowed to have CBD. But if you take, if you go to, where could you drive? You could drive to, um, it's not legal in Texas. You can drive to Texas. I mean, it's a long drive, but it's a drivable distance. You can take a little road trip to Texas. When you're going to Texas, can you have that in your car? Can you have it on your person? Even if it's CBD with no THC in it, can you have it with you? Probably not. Um, even with the medical recommendation, they still have different laws in different states, and you'd have to have you'd have to be sometimes a resident with a medical recommendation that covers certain disorders from a medical doctor licensed in that state that's saying you have like cancer or Parkinson's or whatever it may be, and you'd have to have that on you. And then still, like, you'd still have to know what the rules are there <clears throat> for that kind of thing. And that's just CBD. I'm not even talking THC. I'm not, you know, like, it It. It all depends. But you You want, you want to really pay attention to all the details. Um, I don't want to, like, worry people, but I don't want to just put a message out there that, hey, it's a walk in a park, walk into a dispensary, bring your ID, pop or smoke or, you know, eat or, you know, drink or lotion yourself up with whatever it is that you want of whatever amount and don't even consider it, you know, that's not responsible. You want to still be responsible. Again, if you're trying to get a certain effect, just try and focus on what your actual your actual goal is and try to go for that goal. If you go in a dispensary, <clears throat> like maybe if you've watched some reviews and you know what you want, um, you can see which dispensaries have it. Weed Maps is an app that you can use that has the the dispensaries um based on either where you're located based on 
what the product is. So say you want to search by brand, say you want to search by city, say you want to search by, I don't know, like if it's a dispensary or a delivery, um, say you want to search by type of product. So say you only want to look for vape products, say you only want to look for, for topicals, um, topical lotions, um, you can search by the type of product or the actual brand. Say if you only want Paradise brand, you can search for only Paradise brand. I don't think Weed Maps has that on there. I've looked. Um, but say if that's the brand you're looking for, you can search just for Paradise. Um, and it'll bring up whatever places have Paradise. And you can go there. They'll show you the hours. Um, you can call beforehand and say do I need to bring something specific if I want this do you have any more in stock whatever you can just walk in and get what you want pay for it with cash a lot of times like I was saying um so this is kind of it wasn't really in any specific order I may have covered mostly everything I wanted to cover but if I didn't I mean YouTube is a good resource for a lot of um beginners who want to kind of get interested or get knowledgeable about these types of products. Again, um, it's not possible to overdose in a way that's going to kill you or anything like that. That being said, I wouldn't recommend just taking a whole bunch of stuff just because. Um, just knowing your own body, knowing your own mind, knowing your own triggers to things. Um... And how will you react if you're at a heightened state? How are you? How will you react if you're at a more numbed state? You want to know all these kind of things before just jumping into anything. That's what I would recommend is that you just take it slow. Take it like a milligram or less at a time. Give it time to settle in. Uh, if you're trying, depending, you know, you want to keep track of the situation you're in, of the time of day or night, are you with friends, are you with family, are you with certain people, are you alone, um, <clears throat> where are you at, can you take it where you are, are you at a park on a bench, is it legal, I mean, you can't just be smoking on a park bench, that's not legal, you know, um, there's different, different things really to take into consideration, but, all those aspects, you know, over an hour and a half of me stumbling through this podcast post, um, that's kind of where I would go into looking at um, before you even try something. And the, the people at a lot of the dispensaries, maybe not all, maybe not everyone, they can recommend things for you. Um, if you just tell them what you're looking for, if you just go in like, hey, I'm just trying to go to sleep, I want something that's going to kick in. Um, that I can get a good eight hours in and feel refreshed, um, that it's going to kick in within two hours, that I can have it after dinner and be in bed and sleeping by possibly 10 p.m. Uh, those are things that are possible. Um, you want to consider what you're eating with it or should you eat with it? Do you want it to kick in faster? Do you want it to kick in slower? How can you tell if it kicked in? What people do sometimes, they take one and they're like, oh, I don't feel it after five minutes. So they keep popping them. And then next thing you know, you're like way over whatever effect you were trying to get. You're It's too strong. <clears throat> one thing I can mention, um, I don't know if this happens so much with CBD, 
but I'll just throw it in there just in case because some CBD products do have THC in them depending on what you're actually purchasing, like I mentioned. And some people with THC, they do have those psychoactive effects where it can be kind of negative feeling, um, again, with the heart rate and the breathing rate and all these kind of thoughts and stuff. Um, and some people, you know, with alcohol in their system and all these sorts of things, like a lot of stuff might be going on. And their body might kind of start rejecting it out of, you know, like just vomiting and things like that. You might start vomiting. Um, I don't know if this happens with CBD, but with THC, especially with people who aren't experienced and if they take too much, that can be an issue. They could vomit. Um, so that's one thing to take into consideration. Like you're not you're not going to die. It's not going to be comfortable. You're not going to die not going to kill you. Um, you're not going to overdose and, you know, end up, you know, the effects end. It's not going to stop, um, working. I mean, it's not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to stop your brain from functioning the way that it eventually needs to get back to normal. It's not going to last forever. Again, usually you can sleep it off and by the next day, if anything, you'll be groggy, but, you know, you won't really... It's almost like, it's not even as bad as taking NyQuil. I'll be honest about that. Um, and I know some people love sleep aids and stuff. I, You know, I've heard about people who take, like, Lunesta and all those kind of things. And they, they've been sleepwalking at night and, like, cutting cakes and stuff, like, from the fridge and eating them and stuff like that. With no recollection of this and holding full-on conversations. Um... NyQuil as well, with the weird dreams, that's this deep sleep that you're just like, what is going on? And you can wake up super groggy from that. Like, you, you're almost kind of like, still kind of dazed when you wake up. It might take you to almost noon with NyQuil, a full dose of NyQuil by the next morning. But that's NyQuil assuming you're sick. There's also ZQuil or those kind of sleep aid type of like, 7-Eleven versions of NyQuil and whatnot. That's like, it's not for cough, cold, and flu kind of stuff, but it's... It's just um, a medicine to sleep without the properties that you would need if you had the cold or flu. Um, so again, that is different if you do have a cold or flu and you're taking NyQuil. That might take into account, that might cons um, change <clears throat> how you do feel when you wake up because you're already sick. Um, but if you're taking something like ZQuil instead of NyQuil, um, it's just for the sleep and not for the for the cold symptoms and flu symptoms, um, you still will wake up feeling pretty groggy, really, if you take that full dose. Um, for a lot of people, like, for me, when it comes to that kind of stuff, I can't even take full doses of it. Like I said, just, like, small amounts, it still has a really high impact on me. So I would just say, you know, just know know what, what works for you, what happens for you with certain types of stuff. Um, just keep everything in mind. Uh, worst case scenario, really, if you're taking something that has THC in it, say if you had some THC with a four loco, or say if you had, you know, some alcohol, some caffeine or something, and, you know, you're, you're sitting there and, you know, you have this nice new cannabis product you wanted to try, and it has THC in it, you might want to take into account that those psychoactive properties might kick in, too. Um, I'm not sure, again, I'm not sure if that vomiting thing can really happen with, with CBD only, but I know when that CBD products, the ones that do sometimes have THC in them, some people do experience that vomiting. So knowing if you're going to be going to sleep and stuff, just paying attention, you know, you don't want to be vomiting in your sleep and stuff like that. Um, 
But just to let you know, the effects wear off. They wear off with sleep. When you're hydrated and you're eating well, sometimes it can, depending what you eat, if it's like fatty, like kind of like peanut butters, um, stuff like that, like it can get kind of intense just because like some stuff you can eat kind of makes the effect a little stronger, faster. Um, some people like that because you want to know when it kicks in, you want more control over it versus like, oh, I'm going about my day, going on my evening walk and all of a sudden like, oh shoot, the edible just kicked in, you know, like you kind of want to be able to time it because depending on your life and what you're doing, not everybody's always just like about to fall asleep. So just taking that into consideration. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, that's pretty much all I really had to say. I know I keep saying that's what I have to say, and then I keep saying more, but um, I want to try and get as much details in there as I can. Again, like, the details about the ingredients aren't always all that clear. The details about your specific effect that you're going to get with a specific product, or even different portions of that product, or different times of using that product every time you use them it's not so clear all the time right now depending what you get some stuff is more even some stuff is just hit or miss um it really just depends um and everyone's experience is different but you know if you're wanting to test it out try it experiment with it um you know especially if you have a goal in mind that you're trying to get to and you're not just trying to get all wired up on all kinds of stuff and just pump your system full of things just to like go wild at a party or something if you're trying to just I mean I'm not I'm not knocking it I'm just saying like you know um I was just talking about CBD from more not so much of a medicinal standpoint but more from like when you're trying to promote relaxation of different sorts I didn't mention much about trauma but um it does have a a positive impact on trauma sometimes when people have had um I mean, uh, there are other things that I really don't know a lot about, but, um, like, I would say I don't know a lot about autism, but it helps a lot for autism. It can help a lot for, um, for, um, what is it, like, Parkinson's, when people have those tremors and those shakes, it can help those go away, or other sorts of, uh, involuntary muscle movements, it can decrease those, Definitely, it can decrease a lot of physical pains, a lot of ailments for a lot of people. Um, mental, mental kind of like negative thinking, difficult thinking, kind of like um, it can really reduce that. It can really reduce, um, yeah, like I was saying, like traumatic thoughts, traumatic memories hypervigilance because you know it promotes that relaxation side so those are things that kind of like have to do with high anxiety panic attacks stuff like that it can really reduce them again it's not like okay you take this it's going to be cured it's never going to happen again or you try this and like it's going to actually work for you exactly like you want it to and everything's going to go away most people most people even with small dosage amounts, do experience a small effect of relaxation of whatever it is that they're trying to kind of, like, relax from. Most people do notice that. They experience that. Some people need a higher a higher dosage, so more milligrams. So instead of one milligram, you might need 50 milligrams if you're trying to sleep or something. 
but it's individual and it's hard to really tell and it can depend on the day and it also can depend did you eat this or are you stressed or not or what you know what's going on do you have caffeine in your system whatnot like I'm trying to mention things that people will commonly have going on for them um, in American society like caffeine is a big one lack of sleep is a big one you know stress is a big one um those are big things that Americans face, but I don't know. There's a lot of stuff maybe culturally that I, I, I don't really know from other places. So if other people are listening to this, it, it might, I don't know. Let me know if there's other stuff I need to put in. Um, all right, I'm going to end this. We're almost at a minute, uh, at an hour 40, and I'm going to eventually have to post. And I still want to record the video, or I'll make it an audio. I'll make it a podcast clip about, um, um, about dispensaries, okay? Um, so that's going to be my next one, is going to be about dispensaries and just kind of general thoughts and ideas about dispensaries, okay? Um, I'm putting this on binaural tracks because we talk a lot about relaxation, things to promote relaxation, emotional pain, physical pain, anxiety, stress, distress, you know, grief, all those sorts of things. They are part of the human experience, and there's nothing wrong with not wanting them to go away. There's nothing wrong with experiencing them, but, you know, if they're getting in your way in some way or another, um, and CBD is something that you can kind of try or want to experiment with and have the means and go ahead to do it, and it's not going to really, like, negatively impact your life or anything, I mean, I feel like... You know, if it's something you're into or interested in, you know, it's your life, it's your body, you know. So, um, yeah, with that being said, I'm going to sign off and uh, hopefully this was helpful. Thanks for listening.